Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What's New Barkeep. I'm Dane. I'm Luke. And today, oh boy, we got two shots for you. Uh, remember when I was young and naive and said I wanted to, sh- you know, a shot just for the system every episode? Why didn't you sh- just slap me? Because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Considering I'm younger than you, yo, that, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> you never really, you know grow up you just get older so what we got in this thing well what are we drinking first of all well our first drink comes from a super popular anime and game we are doing a pikachu gotta catch them all pokemon copyright (laughs) so i'm not looking forward to this folks dane tell them what's in it oh no this thing is gonna suck so, to make your own Pikachu, you need some dark rum, grenadine, creme de banane, and creme de banane. There we go. Equal parts. For those of you who don't know why that's a problem, that's a lot of fucking sugar. Oh, yeah. Grenadine and creme de banane. Oh, there's a lot of it. And it's a layered drink. So, let's try this shit. Oh, boy. Three, two, two one. That oh, is not bad. That's not bad. Little... I was expecting a lot worse. <laughs> it has a little bit of a... It's got a burn at the end, but it's not bad. I was going to say it has a little bit of a, like a cough medicine aftertaste. It tastes almost like... I know I know what the creme de bananas taste, it's supposed to taste like that. those ice popsicles, you know, the banana flavored ones. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it tastes like it almost has like a cherry covering because of that rum. And like grenadine. Oh, yeah. Like, I was expecting the sweetness just to be friggin' overkill. No, not really. I mean, it's still there. It is still pretty strong, but. Yeah, it's not. You're not sitting there going, oh, God, I'm going into a diabetic coma. <laughs> All right, Dan, what do we have for our first topic? For our first topic, we are going to be talking about our favorite video games and why we would like to see them turned into an anime. Honestly, I'm going to start this one off with a bit of a weird choice. Bioshock Infinite. I could see it. I've never played Infinite myself, but... Well, with the reason why I'm going with Bioshock Infinite instead of Bioshock 1 and 2, Infinite is a lot more colorful than 1 and 2. And anime is very good when it has light and color to pop with. fact of the matter is, if you get a good writer behind it with good storyboard and good, you know, you can actually get a lot of the philosophy and parallels really well with that game if you get the right things you, you know, need. Plus, it's also, we kind of, I also love the, you know, Japanese to American gaffes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, let's be honest here, Bioshock Infinite is one of the most, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, 
Star Spangled Yankee Doodle I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yes. The most freedom. <laughs> to a degree. I mean, it's based, like, I think in the friggin' 40s or 50s, so. Something like that. I, I, I think that's Bioshock 1. No, that's based in the 60s, sir. Oh, wow, yeah. Actually, I think it's actually before that. I think it was actually based, like, after the Civil War. That wasn't, wasn't that long off. I think it was after World War One. For mm, for first Bioshock sixties, mm. pretty sure of it. Yeah, like I said, I have never played Infinite, so yeah, Infinite was post World War, not World War, post Civil War, which is quite weird when you think about it. But uh, time wibbly wobbly, timey wimey nonsense. Exactly, Dane, you're up. So I'm just gonna get this one out of the way right now because I think it would fit the episodic narrative of anime very well. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there's been Legend of Zelda manga all over the place, so it's not like it wouldn't be, you know, out of place. It wouldn't be, and I see it being a very good way of kind of showing off what Link could do on an animated screen, and you still have the silent protagonist, and, you know, but I see it being difficult because every journey is different, and that's kind of what made it good. Yeah, I could see that. I still need to finish that, but... Yeah, it's like, I could see it working very well, though, with anime's one-episode episodic adventures. Honestly, you know what would be kind of a cool thing if you really think about it? If you did, instead of treating it like an episodic thing, treat it like an episodic movie. Yeah, something like that. Basically, the first movie, prequel, plus him getting off the tutorial land. First one would be the first Guardian and their backstory. Second one would be the second Guardian, their backstory, etc., etc. Treat it like a five, six movie? Yeah, something like six episodes, and then you see him going in, freeing this one. I guess that's kind of what the Champions DLC did, but... That's fair. So I got one that I feel I might get some flack for, but I think would that be kind of a nice slice-of-life transfer. Stardew Valley. Yeah, that would be a really nice slice of life. It would, because you actually... I think the reason why I might get some flack for it, though, is because some people have their own interpretations of what these people are supposed to sound like, act like, etc., etc. That's the problem. Everyone gets that idea in their head, and some people, anything different is not as good. Plus, it's also... The biggest thing about Stardew Valley is that it's all these social interactions that you can work with. Problem being is I don't know how in anime you would do the non-social interactions, like the actual drudgery, like going through the mines, farming, etc., etc. Yeah, you really couldn't, not unless you had, unless you had talking characters as well pairing up with the main character. Maybe. I mean, it's it's one of those things that kind of annoyed me when I first read the Legend of Zelda manga. That was kind of hand-holdy, I'm going to go by the numbers storyline kind of thing. I feel like if you did an anime with Stardew, that would be the exact same thing. Unless you kind of do what we said for Breath of the Wild, have it go into each person's... Backstory? Backstory. Could. All right, Dane. You know what I think would make a good anime? Hmm. <laughs> the Sea of Thieves. Of course you would. <laughs> Again, nah. you know what would make a better anime? Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, he's going to keep talking about that. But one thing I realized during my playing of Sea of Thieves, it is 
rich in lore. You know what else is rich in lore? <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3, Black Flag. I don't have it good, sir. You can get it on Xbox Game Pass. Please sponsor us, sir. No, you can't. I checked. Really? Yep. You cannot get any Assassin's Creed on Game Pass. Really? Weird. You think Ubisoft would have covered for that? Nope. Okay. My bad. I take it back. I take it back. I thought it was on there. I thought all of them were on there. Nope. Nope. But yes. Back to the main topic. Assassin's Creed 3 Black Flag. Yes. No. (laughs) Sea of Thieves is rich with lore. And one of the problems that I could see with it already is a lot of the game is sailing from place to place. So Wind Waker. It does have a little bit of Wind Waker syndrome in that it's supposed to be a lot of interacting with the crew. That's supposed to be where the main juice of the game is. Interacting with a good group of friends. Role playing if that's what you're into. But it does have this really deep lore, especially when it goes into the Pirate Lord all of his adventures or Glitterbeard. You know, Dan, I think I know of an anime that already does this. I think we call it One Piece. <laughs> uh, yes, but I don't know how to get into One Piece <laughs> when there's a thousand episodes, good sir. <laughs> so here's something we should probably also talk about. It's kind of an elephant in the room for both of us. The Final Fantasy series. Absolutely. I would have said 14, but... I prefer people play the game, so... Here's where we gotta talk about that, though. You look at all of the Final Fantasy games, and I mean, I mean, all the Final Fantasy movies, the movies, the anime, whatever, the quality is not great. No! No, a lot of Final Fantasy movies bombed really hard, and that is because they were very poorly done. Spears Within looked nice, but it made no sense. Advent Children was basically just Final Fantasy 7. Final Fantasy 7.5 didn't really do anything. It just was just fan service. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. If if Final Fantasy gets a good movie, mm-hmm. that would be great. Any Final Fantasy, let's be fair here. Fact of the matter is I'd even take fuck nuts. <laughs> you know what I but you know what? I think there is a certain Final Fantasy that deserves a movie. That being Final Fantasy 1. Ooh, that's... It would be tough. It would. I would say, I mean, I think what would make more sense, and I know lore-wise it doesn't add up, but you would have to try to put a square peg in a round hole, is try to get the first three connected. Ooh, Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3. That would be quite... It would be a challenge, but it would be easier than just doing straight up one. Yeah, I could see it. Because one, if you really think about it, doesn't have a whole lot of lore. Doesn't have a whole lot of story. No, but that was kind of the point of it. Yeah, I get that. And I get it was very rudimentary. I get that was basically one of the first RPGs that skyrocketed. But there wasn't much to it. It was mostly literally just going from place to place and grinding like it's nobody's business. Yeah, no, story didn't really come in until much later. And if you wanted the story, there was the instruction booklet. Oh, Nintendo. Oh, NES games. I'm so glad you changed. Yeah, yeah so I could see that. Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 
three. Though I don't think they're the same group of characters. They're not. So it would be kind of difficult to but, get that to but work. But the same token, it'd be like vignettes. Yeah. With an overlaying theme. I could see it. Or, for anybody who's a bit of a movie buff, Cloud Nine. Or here's something. Here's a game every Final Fantasy fan who is worth their salt thinks deserves a movie, and I'm actually going to agree with this, even though I've never played the game, but there's so much love and lore and just everything about it. And it's not the game you're thinking. It's not seven. I think I know. It's six. Yes. Six is one of those games I think you could make into a movie and make it work. Yeah, six was one of those, was an actual diamond in the rough. Six has so many fans behind it, and for good reason. For those who don't know, that is Final Fantasy III in America. Yeah. So if you kind of dropped out of the gaming scene, that's what it is. Yeah, so Final Fantasy VI, fun fact, is probably one of the darkest entries in the series. Oh, you mean one of the few times a bad guy actually won? Yeah! Spoilers! (laughs) Oh no, now for a game that's like older than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, is that... No, it wouldn't be older than I am, but it would be... Oh, I'm sorry. Where I'm only like seven or eight years older than it. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those games that has so much clout and so much love. It needs some kind of animation. Whether it be an episodic anime or an actual anime movie. Either way, we've been going on for this a little bit. Shall we move on to another one? Yep, yep, yep. You got something? Okay, so I think we should end it off with a big one. Because it's kind of got Breath of the Wild's thing as well. They're very open-ended. The Elder Scrolls Worlds. Oh, yeah. It's one of those games that has just had such a legacy as well. That How could you not do it? It's just also rife for if you want to do expanded lore, or if you wanted to do padding, you could actually go into the background of what may or may not be common knowledge. To say that... The Elder Scrolls has a lot of lore is an understatement. Oh, yeah. Plus, you could also have each season start with the the next game. So it would go from, what was it, Elder Scrolls Arena to Elder Scrolls... Daggerfall. Daggerfall to... Morrowind. To Oblivion to Skyrim. And then over to six, Hammerfell. I thought it was Valenwood. Most people think it's Hammerfell. Oh, they switched it over? Well, that's the place that it's going to be is Hammerfell. That's what it looks like. Either way, and I think what would be the great is have the same narrator, a character that has been in every game of the series, just be the narrator. One of them, I believe, if it was a narrator, I don't, it would be hilarious. Uh, Shigarath? Oh, (laughs) Shigarath. It's going to be hard to pronounce it right. Shirgorath, the god, the Daedric Prince of Chaos. Yes, have him be the narrator. Or have it be uh, Sanguine. Sanguine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Prince, the Daedric Prince of Revelry. <laughs> I mean, it would work. Yeah, that, it would work. I can also see as well, more than just anime seasons... Anime movies, because there are quite a few events that really shape the world that don't take place in the games. Biggest one I'm thinking of is the Aldmeri War. You know what would be kind of a cool thing as well? Doing like, uh, if a new company does it, or they need, or it's a side shot, do the books. 
Oh, yeah, the Elder Scrolls books, too. There's quite a few of those. Yep. But I think we've been kind of harping on this for, in general, this topic. Yeah, right around. (laughs) So, let's take our first break. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. We'll be right back after this message. And we're back. We're back. And we have one more shot to do. And... This shot is a little bit of a cheat, but at the same time, not. This is the Shoryuken! Ken's version. Ken's version of the Shoryuken. I had to make sure Dane said it correctly, folks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, our our brains are kind of mush at this point, so... Alright, so what's in this, Dane? So, to make your own Shoryuken, (laughs) (laughs) you need some SoCal, Southern Comfort. You need Grenadine... And Kahlua. I'm kind of scared of this. It literally looks like cough medicine. Doesn't smell too bad. I've smelled worse, but then again, on this show, does that really mean much? No, not really. Three, two, two, one. Oh, it tastes Mm. like it, too. Oh, Oh. Oh, God, that burn. Oh, Oh, that is a burn, all right. Well, it it really lives up to the name. Yep. (laughs) God, like it's not the worst drink, but oh, oh man, that 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 is a burn that's gonna put some hair on oh, your chest. That'll wake you up. <laughs> Holy shit! There you go. If you need to wake someone up, get them a shore you can. Oh, okay. Dan, what are we talking about? Well, speaking of worlds that we'd like to see adapted into anime, going into anime again because it's anime April. Why don't we discuss? Why don't we discuss some of what we think to be the worst worlds to live in in anime? So here's a question we have to ask ourselves first for quick parameters. Are we the protagonist or are we just ourselves? Like, are we just civilians? I feel like being civilians would be the better bet. Yeah, I was going to say, no. If you're the main protag, it's going to be... You've got arm. You got plot armor. You've got plot armor. No, this is going to be if you're a normal-ass civilian. Well, I got the first one. Attack on Titan. You and I had the same thought. Attack on Titan is one of those anime that it does not spare anyone. It doesn't even spare the main protagonist. No. He may have plot armor, but... It does not go well for him. No. No, it does not. And that is not a spoiler to anyone wondering, because that happens literally within the first five episodes. Yeah, that, that... That that anime is grimdark. It's... That, not just the anime, that whole world is kind of fucked up. Yeah, it really is. Alright, Dan, you got one? Another bad world to live in. I'm gonna... You know what? I'll save that one. Okay. I will save that one for later. A horrible... Another horrible one to live in, Dragon Ball Z. Ooh... Because I don't know how it would feel to suddenly figure out, to suddenly just hear, coming off of the distance. Okay, so here's one of the questions we have to ask, well, not really ask ourselves, we have to look into. Because Dragon Ball Z isn't that bad, depending on what si- what saga you are in. If you're in one of the earlier sagas, congrats, you're probably not too far off. If you're in one of the later ones, you're probably fucked. Actually, Raditz didn't really do much as the civilian population. Nappa and Vegeta did. Nappa and Vegeta turned an entire city, I will quote here, into a glass floor. 
Then the see here, Frieza wasn't even on Earth, so you've been Cell. Cell didn't do a lot in the timeline that he was in. And then you got the androids who wrecked the place, even in and out of their timeline. And you have Boo, who didn't actually do much. He absorbed a shit ton of people. True. I mean, it. It's hit or miss. It's not the worst place to live, but I wouldn't want to live there. Yeah, no. Plus, especially if you have to give your energy up, like, once every three months, because give me your energy, people! Spirit bomb. And also, most people see Hercule as their savior. That's a, that's a no-go. That, that's like a no-go, Cap. <laughs> no, thank you! <laughs> so this one, I'm not sure if this is the one I'm stealing off of you, but I might be. Full Metal Alchemist. You are not, but yes, that is a shitty-ass world to live in. Okay, because it doesn't matter which side of the conflict you're in. If you're with the army, you're living in a fascist regime. If you're with the rebels, you're basically sacrifice fodder. Things are not well for you if you're part of the rebellion. And if you're in a fascist regime, literally one wrong step could mean the axe. Yeah... I mean, don't get me wrong, if you're a part of the actual military, you're fine. You're good. But we're not looking at it through that. We're looking at like a regular, oh, look, I'm a carpenter. Tack, 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 tack. Or, hey, look, I'm a farmer. You're just a dude. You're not even part of a side character. You're not even part of the side villain's, you know, you know repertoire. You're just... You're just there. You know, you know side character B... You know, way off that you see in the distance? That's you! No, that's not even that you. That's your cousin. You know him. <laughs> but you're just in the middle of bungfuck nowhere. <laughs> it's like, do you see that guy over there working the fields? That's Uncle Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you work the next farm over. <laughs> you don't even get screen time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Are we just ripping on people now? <laughs> We're just ripping on ourselves at this point. I guess. <laughs> Alright, you got one? I'm going to pull one from... One that I don't think I've talked about very much, if at all, on this show. Mm. Data Live. I think you mentioned it once or twice. Once or twice, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Data Live is about this person who is able to seal away the power of spirits that show up in our world. This is a problem, though, because how do they appear in our world? Through what they call spatial quakes. These spatial quakes literally level everything in their vicinity. And I quite literally mean everything. As soon as you hear those alarms go off, you have to get to a shelter or risk getting erased. Sounds like reboot. In a sense, yes. Only in the sense of... There is no reboot. <laughs> I'm going to just kind of do a bit of an umbrella here. Horror anime. Oh, God. Because let's be honest here, horror movies in general, like if you look at American, cinematic, whatever, they're terrible to live in, but they're usually isolated. They're isolated locations, usually. Because you look at Saw, you look at Friday the 13th, you look at Nightmare on Elm Street, they're very isolated, they're very, they don't go really out. And you know, Horror anime... Uh-uh. They have a very, very broad range. Like, we're talking towns, cities, counties. 
And usually they involve another species entirely. Where literally a lot of these horror anime also have a crap ton of gore. So imagine yourself still being alive as your arm is getting torn off. Yeah, no thanks! And you are screaming in pain. The pain is not nullified at all, but you are still alive. It is not a pleasant concept. Because, again, it's the way how Americans look at horror and how Japanese look at horror is very, very different. I'm going to make an honorable mention here, so to say. Like, think of yourself in the in the universe of Parasite. I've never seen it. Parasite is about these aliens that come down to Earth and they take over people. Literally, they crawl into their arm, crawl up to their head, eat the head... And then take over the head and continue to use the body. And there are hundreds of them. So, the thing, but on a wider scale. Oh, yes. Okay. I got one that you might, a lot of you might shrug me like, wait, what? But hear me out on this one. My Hero Academia. Oh, no, I absolutely see it. How, how would you feel about people having these fucking city-leveling quirks everywhere? Well, it's not only that. You are basically Joe Schmo. So even if you do get a quirk, you will have one of maybe the least memorable or least useful abilities. To the point where you can't even be in the even apply for a hero. Like you will be like, hey look, I I'm a, I have a horn in my forehead, and that's all I have. Or look, I just have this one wing, but I can't fly. Like you will if you look at all of every other person around you who is succeeding, or at least looks semi- successful because of their quirks and here you are where you don't even get screen time because of how unfulfilling and unnecessary your power is that would be the worst because at least when when you have a quirkless person you can at least say well they're getting by they're human at least they have they're normal you having a shitty power where everyone else is Gets flight, can control fire, can do all these fucking things. How fucking awful is that? Okay, and I think I got one to end us off. And it is one that I'm amazed I didn't even think of before. Can I do an honorable mention if you don't say it? Okay. Just say it and I'll... Berserk. Oh no, I got one worse than Berserk. Really? We actually touched on it earlier. Gotta catch them all. Oh, God, Pokemon, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'd still love to live in the Pokemon universe, even though the fact that if you got anywhere near a Macargo, you'd burn up. You wouldn't have to get near a Macargo. A Macargo just has to exist, and the world is burnt. <laughs> Actually, I think someone did a study on that. He would burn everything in his vicinity, but he would not burn the planet. 10,000 degrees Celsius. 18,000. That heat would have to emanate super far. Imagine global warming, Dane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure global warming has already come and gone. Ima now imagine you have two fucking legendaries fighting over the fact that I want water. I want land. I want water. I want land. <laughs> and then a third one comes along and just tells both of them to shut up. And it's just, you have all these creatures that have all these magnificent fucking powers. And you're Joe Schmo, who has a Rattata. You are youngster Joey. I mean, Actually, no, you are even worse than Youngster Joey. Because Youngster Joey at least has some recognition. Youngster Joey has... Someone has looked. Youngster Joey, how he says he has a top percentage Rattata. He's not kidding! <laughs> I mean, you would basically be one of those hikers 
in Mount Moon. <laughs> yeah. You would have you would have a name, but no one would remember it. Yeah, just what? Who? Oh, he's the one dude with a geodude and a Zubat? Whatever. Do you realize how little that narrows it down? Exactly. So you basically have this rock Pokemon and the Zubat, and you would be in perpetual, non-evolving cr- Pokemon creatures. Which is why I'm saying that'd be a lot worse than Berserk. Yeah, I could absolutely see it. No, Berserk is still a hellscape to live in, oh, though. It really is. It really is. A Pokemon as cute and as adorable as it is, much more terrifying. I will say, though, there is one that I thought of that I would save up for later if I couldn't think of it. Because mm-hmm. it is a bit of a cheat. Dark Souls. Is that an anime? No, it's not. That's why it's a cheat. Uh, but anywho, I do believe it is that time. Yep. <laughs> it, we are over time. So, I've been Dane. I've been Luke. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.